To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information and check out the new trail mix with apricots. That's pbandjoey.com, pbandjoey.com. trying to get crazy with this thing. Don't you know I'm local? Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com. Find me on Twitter, Finsta- Instagram. Instagram. Find me on the Instagram. That's Finnish Instagram. Mm, yeah, That's actually just... fake Insta. F- fake Insta. Find me on Instagram at FakePositives underscore Sarcasm. Facebook.com slash Positive Fartcasm. Uh, you can find me on Minds, Minds.com slash Positive Sarcasm for all you Twitter haters out there. Guest in studio today, Noah's not Johnny Monotone. Timothy Harper in the studio, a man of few words and many swear words. I uh, brought the coffee today, so we're gonna be sipping on some. We're gonna be sipping on some new beans. Gin and juice. Gin and sipping on gin and juice. How's your How's your mics? How's your mic sound good? Your I don't know. Sound, what are you thinking over there? Uh, looks tight. Siblings. Uh, so yeah, cheeky. Uh, sixty nine cheeky monkey. Ooh, let's see the new guys. Isn't that you? No. That's not you. No. Are you sure? Yes, hundred percent. Right. My name's not cheeky monkey. All right. So we'll get to Q and A. We're gonna talk a little coffee. We got four articles today. Uh shit! I lost my train. Somebody gets in the studio and I get all stage fright. Mm. I got so no ca- no cafe Bustelo this week. Shout out to Cheeky Monkey sixty nine. Ooh, let's see the new guy's face. Uh, yeah. What's up? Mm. Yep. Drives a drives a truck, and I drive a Mustang with a donut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I blew out the tire on my. Uh, I didn't blow out the tire. I tore apart the rim. On my uh, Mustang GT. That's okay. I got a new billet anthracite rim coming in on Friday. We'll be back in business. So no worries there. No no love lost there. Uh, anyways, so this coffee, you got New England coffee, which is, you know, kind of whatevs, but this Death Wish coffee. Go to deathwishcoffee.com. Check that shit out. It's supposed to be like the most intense coffee on earth. It's the strongest coffee on earth. The strongest coffee? Yeah. The strongest coffee. Yeah, Apparently. Apparently. Now, define, like, by caffeine? By caffeine ratio. Mm. Bro, tastes like regular old-ass coffee to me. <laughs> well, you did put regular old-ass coffee in there. Well, I did. Oh, yeah, sorry. I did two parts. I did uh, two parts New England. Dude, fucking dude. Dunkin' fucking do- New England. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' dude. Dunkin' fucking medium large three Splenda. Um, and Where the then- fuck are you getting Splenda? Dunkin' Donuts you can get Splenda at. But does anyone get Splenda? Oh, yeah. Usually the fat dude who smokes a ton of cigarettes and has like white sneakers. Yeah. You know that guy? He's like probably like six foot three, three hundred and forty pounds. Drives suburban that's missing its front bumper. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly the guy. Yeah. He, he yeah usually drives Splenda and I don't know why he's not doing it many. Does like six Splenda, so it's completely irrelevant to have even Splenda in it. Cheeky Monkey sixty nine sounds like you break everything. Yes, that's true. You better be somebody that I actually don't mind. If you're like an ex girlfriend or something, you're gonna be done real quick. So. Careful with your words. But shout out to Cheeky Monkey 69 Apparently, he's pretty cheeky, though. Yeah, he real, or she. Real fucking cheeky. Um, or neutral, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah gender neutral. <laughs> Fluid. Um, so if you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Uh, there's some new videos on my YouTube. Go to YouTube Positive Sarcasm. I did... I dropped a hammer of an Instagram last week. You guys haven't followed my Sideways series. The first one's terrible, but after 
when I did uh, part two, part three, and part four, man, I got after it, and those guys loved me. They'd have my fucking baby if I asked them politely. And I, for some reason, whenever I do one of those sideways uh, videos for drifters, I always end up doing a promo because I have so much leftover footage. But I had the idea for hacktivists niggas in Paris. Uh, hmm. It's a sweet. Go to go to YouTube and type in hacktivists. They did a cover of, uh, did a cover of Jay Z and Kanye West's "Niggas in Paris," and they their cover of it is so baller. I'm like, I have an idea for this. I'm like, first of all, it beat the beat is perfect. So I ran that for a solid fifty seconds, and it was nasty. I'm not gonna get thrown off a of Twitch for using the N word, am I? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can actually. You can, okay. get, you can get muted. I can get muted. Okay, it's I'm not using the hard R, and it's the name of a song. So you social justice warriors, chill the fuck out. No dude. Okay, you called me dude. All right. Shout out to Cheeky Monkey sixty nine. Ask anything you want of my new guest. He's better at Twitch than I am. I literally run Twitch off of like a single facing camera. I should probably use a GoPro, right? You could. You just straight up set up a GoPro, but its mm. frame rate might be a little shit. The firmware might be frame rate, frame rate FPS. Why? Frames per second. Because GoPros don't really do good with streaming unless you're getting the newer ones. Oh. Well, all I need is 60 frames per second, right? Yeah. And then you'd be all set. Well, what does a normal monitor run? Like 240? Something like that. Similar. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. We're talking about like TV monitors are not even close. Like game, like regular old ass monitors. Well, what, like... you're, what you're used to is probably not running even 60 frames. It's probably <laughs> running like 14. Well, 14 is like claymation, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. Right, right about there. Yeah, claymation. The... Um... So if you want to ask questions to my to my guest, uh, oh, we are – I forgot to say this in the beginning. I want to start – because you told me I need to start saying live. We are streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios here in uh, – not Glendale, California. That's where they shoot porn. <laughs> um, I'm on the casting couch, so I'm a little nervous. You are on the casting couch. It's all blue or velour. <laughs> Is this worry. thing sanitary? I do vacuum it. <laughs> Why do you need a vacuum it? Why not? I don't know. You would never Get know. Get some breeze. Some breeze. Some, some breeze. Mm. Some breeze. Not for breeze. breeze. Is that like, is that like uh, for breeze from Muslims? Or... No, it's like for breeze <laughs> from the sea. Wait, isn't that sabretti? Sabreeze? It's like a Jewish hot dog. Um. <laughs> uh. So let's see. That that's gonna be my stage name, Jewish hot dog. Jewish hot dog. Yeah. Jewish hot dog. That's a good like. If you're playing like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, dude, I just you just got fragged by Jewish hot dog. <laughs> You've been circumcised by Black Kid Six Six Six. What is it? I one of my buddies had a uh, name on a game. He was like, "Oh yeah," he kept just killing people with the stupidest ways, just so they could see Black Kid Six 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 killed them. Oh my god, that is evil. Uh mine. Um, let's see. When I played fantasy football, my username for fantasy football was Grundle Hugger. And if I ever do that again, anything that has to do with money, I'll be Grundle Hugger. Dude, the Grundle Huggers is the best name ever for a fantasy football team. For what the hell was um, – I think it was my – the exact same name for uh, when I was playing Call of Duty. I used to be the Jackal, but then I was like, the Jackal's stupid. Then I just switched it over to everything to Grundlehugger because when you get killed by Grundlehugger, you get you get decapitated or whatever. Whatever they use for, for um, <laughs> Grundlehugger commit suicide or something like that on oh, like yeah, Unreal yeah. Tournament. If you ever do go to an actual physical tournament or, like, you're just going through, like, a, blo- a vlog someplace that you, nobody knows, you just start using random names. <laughs> Don't actually tell anyone your name. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. So the Twitch stream looks pretty good. The sound looks pretty good, actually. So let's just keep rocking it. CheekyMonkey69, Jewish hot dog question mark, new nickname for you. Yes, you can call me that. I'm perfectly okay. Uh, tell your friends. 
if you have any. Um. Anyways. Uh, that was a low blow to him. Huh? That was pretty low blow to him. Oh, he'll be all right. He'll survive. Uh, we were chatting. <laughs> what was it? Last time I got into an intellectual conversation with a, a user who follows me now. He's uh, His name's like Famunda Cheese 12 or something like that. He's from Sweden. I forget. I don't, I don't remember. I don't yeah, remember it, was the guy, it was some random guy from Sweden. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I love the Swedes. The real Swedes. Not the immigrant Swedes. hey They're both okay. Mm. Sometimes. Sometimes when they're not rioting. Yeah, anyways, uh, so you can find me on YouTube. I think you're mixing up with France. Fuck France. Um, <laughs> yeah, France can go fuck itself. So I got two. I got a bunch of stuff on YouTube. You can go check out the new stuff. I got a new nonprofit video hopefully dropping next week, as early as next week. I want it done up and over with. And then for, let's see, I got events coming up. You can find me on Plum Island Jet Rally. If you go back to like week 94, week 94 I did that Jettoberfest. I'm going to be back with those guys again. These are dudes who have a lot of fucking cash, and they just blow it on RC planes that do like 150 miles per hour. So I'll be there June 15th, which is a Saturday. And then June 29th, I got the Hero Pups ride. It was supposed to be like five times bigger this year. We're going to be driving all the way to like some place, Berwick, Maine or some shit. So I'm going to be doing that. Hopefully I'll get to use the drone again. Berwick, Maine. Yeah, dude. South Berwick. That's, That's out there. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I would be careful with that accent. I don't want to adapt it. You mean adopt it, not adapt it? Well, I definitely don't want to. I'm not adopting anything. I'm pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> Kill it. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Stab it. Um, get the scissors. Get the scissors. Get the so, coat hanger. So you've been talking about for a couple of years about possibly wanting to do some real internet internet traveling, internet trolling, some real traveling. Because you're kind of you've been to South Carolina, you've been to Florida, you've been to New York, you've been in, you've lived in New Hampshire for a while, and you're kind of sick of the states. You kind of want to see the world for a little yeah. while. And you were talking heavily about Japan. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm. I was like, I, we were talking about it a little bit, just kind of shit, you know, shooting football. the shit. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was thinking of you when I got when I dropped when I found this article. I thought you might enjoy it. From roguerocket.com. Stabbing in Japan leaves two dead, 17 injured. (laughs) So we'll go through this one. So like usual on my podcast, we just have opening thoughts. uh, And then we read some articles. We do some commentary. And if any random shit pops up. And of course, if you have any comments, suggestions, even recommendations for coffee or food or recipes or methods or whatever you guys want to drop in on or tell us where you're from, you can go ahead and do that either through facebook.com slash positive sarcasm or you can do it live through the Twitch stream. If you have questions afterwards you didn't want to get to, or maybe you were too scared, or maybe you didn't learn how to speak English yet, you can go to positive sarcasm at outlook.com or just contact me through my website if you have questions or comments. If you want to tell me I suck, that's fine. You can go fuck yourself. But anyways, on to the article. Uh, here are the bullet points. Actually, let's get past the bullet points because they kind of give away the whole plot of the story. Yeah. You know, it's like watching Avengers Endgame. Tony dies. Uh, the attack. Two people were killed and 17 were injured, and he's stabbing near Tokyo on Tuesday. Tokyo Tuesday. Sounds like a taco day. After a man attacked a crowd of about 70 schoolgirls. Oh, that's not cool. We know the world The world lives on Japanese schoolgirls. Then pretty much. Yeah. The girls were reported between 6 and 12 years old and were lined up to catch a school bus. To, this is getting serious. Mm. Uh, to reportedly catch a school bus to Caritas Elementary School. According to local authorities, the two individuals killed were an 11-year-old girl and a Japanese foreign ministry official who, official who was the father of a student. That's fucked. Uh, of the 17 injured, 16 were young girls, and one was an adult. Police, pol- police, police have said that at least one of the three of those were, uh, stabbed was in critical condition. The attacker stabbed himself in the neck before being detained by authorities and reportedly died later in the hospital. Oh fucking a! 
According to the New York Times, which is normally an unreliable source, the vice principal of the school, Satoru Shatorimana, was on the bus, witnessed the attack. He said the attacker was running towards the stop and slashing at students. According to that, he and the bus driver chased... <laughs> this is a fucking deep one. Still want to go to Japan? Yeah, uh, I'm still going. Yeah, chased the attacker before calling the police and helping injured students in a nearby convenience store. Currently, the motive behind the attack is unknown. Jesus Christ. After the attack, officials from the school held a news conference where they expressed their shock and yeah, shock and mourn thoughts and prayers. The usual BS. Mm. Uh, let's see. President Trump was currently there on a state visit to Japan. Uh, quote, on behalf of the First Lady, myself, I want to take a moment to send our prayers and sympathy to the victims of the stabbing attack in the morning in Tokyo, he said. Okay, it's fine. Well, shit, dog. Does Japan have... Japan doesn't. Well, first of all, yeah. Do they have the right to bear arms or no? They don't. Uh, they're they're restricted with their gun laws and everything like that. They're super restrictive. Yeah, super. Like, um, not quite Australia level, but pretty high on that. Really? Yeah. B- uh, okay, yeah, because I know. Yeah, Australia now is pretty restrictive, right? Not well, in- Australia doesn't even have guns anymore, really. Hmm. Yeah, and they don't really report their findings as accurately as they should. They got like, and yeah. they also there's also a difference between gun violence and actual violence violence. Yeah. And then how gun violence is reported, whether it's by suicide or it's death by cop shooting, and then there's the actual violence of using a gun. But I don't want really to go too far into that cultural shit. It's just like it's fucking Japan, man. It's weird when Japan's in the news like that. Yeah, because they're not off. They're not very up, upcoming with like all their information. Normally, when they're upset, they just kill themselves. Pretty um, much. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I went dark quick. Uh, sorry guys, that's just how I go sometimes. Anyways, uh, on the next That's one, how we roll. That's how we roll. I'm trying not to get some ASMR stuff going on with this microphone over here with being too close. ASMR? What the hell is that? You, have you not seen those streams where it's like people are just sitting close to the front, the microphone just sipping mm. or like you playing like with muck, the microphone? You mean like mukbang when some, when some chick's chewing on like an octopus like yeah. really loudly? Yeah, where they're right next to the microphone and they're just going. Yeah. Hold on, uh, let me see if I can do that. Where you can hear every portion of their, uh, their their process of digesting. Well, I can I can I understand like not eating on a podcast because I get how some people are annoyed by it. But like yeah. sipping coffee, it's like I don't give a shit. I really don't. I'm surprised the ASMR stuff hasn't got to the point where they're putting mics down their throat so they can hear like the chemical digestion. There is a website for that actually. It's just <laughs> it's it's not on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram? You mean Twitch? Uh, it's not on Twitch either. Um, but there's a website out there for that. All right. Uh, let's see. This one's from the, this next article. What are we at? We're at 14 minutes, man. We got a soft ass start. Uh, the yeah, workers. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, I know. That's what she said. It's like so, the first date. Extremely yeah. awkward. Week. Uh, wait a minute. Do I have to wait to read the full story? I got to sign in. Okay. Well, guess what? Fuck you, Wall Street Journal. You can eat my ass. Let's go right to top class action lawsuits. This one's great. I love the picture too. Go to top class action lawsuits. Uh, this article is entitled, What does vaping do to a teenager? And I love it how it's a, I can't tell if it's a guy or a girl in the picture. They got blue fucking hair and they're vaping. You mean something similar to the article I showed you? <laughs> it's, it, yeah. Only this is an actual real article on top class, and a, top class action lawsuits. You should put throw something with the onion on there. See what people do. Uh, Pretend I, like it's real. I try not to deceive my 10 listeners. Actually, shout out to my over 300 subscribers. I appreciate you guys. You can find me on Twitch uh, for streaming, but you can also find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. 
pretty much uh, anything out there. That, podcast addict over three hundred. Yeah. I don't know who iTunes they, podcast. I don't know who they are. Hopefully they're not Nazis. Uh, but I appreciate you guys all listening, watching, and subscribing. I don't know who they are. With your luck, they would be Nazis. I know that would suck. Imagine with just keeping. What are they doing? Keeping an eye on the last Jew. Yeah, <laughs> the the last descendant. Of <laughs> he hasn't moved yet. Wait till he gets outside. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> last of the Jew Hekins. Hmm. All right. The health dangers of vaping are well documented, but effects on young people whose brains and bodies are still developing go beyond nicotine addiction. The e-liquids used in vaping do not produce tar because they don't have any tar in them. Other carcinogens that are normally found in combustible tobacco, which e-cigarettes manufacturers are the basis of their claims that vaping is a healthier alternative. Many of those claims are dubious. It's a good word, dubious. However, particularly when it comes to the impact of vaping by teenagers, what is vaping? You already know what vaping is. It's basically smoking on an electronic cigarette. Yeah. For the most part. Uh, e-cig, vape pen, heat up a nicotine oil known as e-liquid or vape juice. And temperature of the oil rises, it releases vapors. Vapors. That's a good Snoop Dogg song. Whoa, what the hell? Um, anyways. Mike fucking... Uh, maybe it's my microphone. Could be. Things like 112 years old. How's your microphone sound? I don't know. It sounds pretty good. It looks like it's going fine over oh, there. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. You just got that soft. Soft-ass boys. Yeah, it's it's super soft. Vaping has become a very popular among teens today. What is this, fucking CNN? Uh, how is it, How addictive is nicotine? Yeah, let's get right to the meat and potatoes of this bullshit. One reason that cigarette companies targeted young people is developing bodies and brains are particularly susceptible to addiction and stupidity. People do not start smoking until adulthood report that quitting the habit was relatively easy. However, those who start early, as early as 12 years of age, report more difficulty quitting as they may be hooked for life. Oh, great. It's potential. Nicotine's potential for addiction believes the claims that often made by Juul Labs, Blue, and other cigarette manufacturers that their product can help people wean off of cigarettes. Whatever. It's all bullshit. The FDA's voices concerns. Are there other dangers, other dangers of nicotine? Okay. This is all hearsay. It could all be bullshit and you yeah. could totally argue the point. Well, at the end of the day, it's really all about just the people that you're targeting because the target audience is usually just the most gullible. Something similar like internet scammers are just basically this time you're just using a multi-million dollar company to get the money don't you think it would be a lot to have to do with their environment as well what well, they're watching well, not really it's more along the lines of just the people who are well informed and are just easily susceptible to small amounts of information that they don't that isn't true such as like everybody who gets their information off of facebook or instagram yeah or anything like that a study by let's see nicotine can be toxic it was used for decades as an insecticide oh all right. Uh, so it should come as no surprise that the health impacts on teens go beyond addiction. The American Diabetes Association. I don't think I've ever talked shit about them before. Uh, no, it was the American Heart Association, I think it was. Mm. Um, they were talking shit about coconut oil. I shut that right the fuck down. That nicotine can put a person at risk for type 2 diabetes, diabetes by creating an insulin resistance. Really? I don't know. That's, that's something to look into later for a later day, for yeah. a later podcast. A 2012 study by neuroscientists, uh-oh, we getting big woods in here now, at the Free University of, of Amsterdam. They're doing a lot more than Instagram. They're not studying anything. Found that nicotine exposure in teenage brains can cause attention deficit disorder, as well as impaired impulse control. Because of the high concentration of nicotine that results from vaping, young people are also in danger of seizures. Since 2010, there have been 35 documented cases of teenagers who suffered seizures as a result of vaping. And that is the only one has been reported. Huh? 
I, little, I don't know. I think there are more. There's got to be more shit at play than that. There, there's a lot more stuff at play. I know from going through high school myself is everybody's done drugs and everything like that. Like or their diets or the fact that they're still developing minds. We had a kid the who's fact in, that they just have terrible parents and nobody pays attention to them. Yeah. Or this the fact that changing school systems that put a, put out so much pressure and then also the fact where they la- they lack like maturity and development properly. It could be a whole host of things. I mean, any and of There's course, too many like independent variables to really skewer down on one to begin with as well. Yeah, so I'm gonna totally just kind of leave that up. It's just too high of a variable for it to mm. even matter. I would just focus on the actual chemical compounds that are actually inside the cigarette. I'd be more concerned about all the drugs that are in the school rather than just the these these minor drugs that only affect you after a long time. Yeah, go for the short term stuff that's gonna start killing off the entire population for their school. Plus, for the most part, you can wean yourself off a lot of that shit they say that it's addictive it's like okay yeah i mean yeah potato chips are fucking addictive too same with you ever, you, you ever been yeah you ever been standing in front of a a, a sleeve of pr- pringles exactly yeah hello gone in like 10 seconds uh vape juice chemicals all right well let's look at the chemicals oh this is interesting e-liquids often contain flavoring agents with diacetyl when inhaled distill vapors, is it diastil? Whatever. That's what I'm calling it. Can cause inflammation of the bronchioles. Uh-oh. The narrow passages deep within the lung, known as popcorn lung. This, <laughs> this condition results in reduced lung capacity and chronic fatigue. So it's basically like the opposite of like what nicotine does, where nicotine coats it with the tar and it absorbs it. It's now turning into a popcorn kernel. So now you can go, go to find a teen at the movie theater and just eat popcorn right out of their lungs, apparently. <laughs> Parents of vaping teens who become addicted to nicotine were injured or were poisoned by it through e-cigarettes may have legal claims against the vape pen manufacturer. Specialized lawyers can help parents. Of, it's basically just lawyers are looking for opportunities and they're sending out... This is basically they're they're putting out an infomercial. Basically, have you been hurt by this? Does your teen cause you know just some bullshit personal injury lawyers who yeah. are basically looking to make money off of this? I mean, honestly, if it can help people get off of smoking, cool. Uh, would they be honestly anything that is anything that even looks remotely cool it shouldn't be automatically recognized as being uh, advertised to kids. Yeah, kids see everything as cool. If you add a shade of color to it, people think are cool. Pixie sticks, pixie sticks are fucking cool. I mean, look at the bottle flip challenge. It was it was literally a water bottle and just flipping it in the hall with a little bit of water in it. Yeah, I mean, first of all, this is just like watching TV. Okay, just because your your kid is is fucking hooked on episodes of reboot, all right, doesn't mean that uh, Nickel it's Nickelodeon's fault. It's your fucking responsibility to be taking care of your goddamn kids. It goes back to the whole video game thing, too, where it's like kids are addicted to video games. It's, it's basically you buy something for them. You give them an opportunity to buy something. It's your responsibility to take care of the child. Yeah, you don't filter and monitor their time. It's on you. Yeah. So if that kid's playing Doom 64 36 hours a day, guess what? It's fucking on you. Yeah. All right? You stare at anything too long. If I stare at a tree for too long, I'm not going to be paying attention to what you're doing. All right? I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was looking at the tree. The tree. Yeah, I got some nice trees around here. Yeah, we're in a nice, we're in a nice environment, nice cozy environment here in the spare part studios. So that's the end of that freaking bullshit article. Vaping is, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. Vaping is bad. I'm okay. Dude, I've been wanting to get to this article for like forever, and never ago. I don't know why. So what is it? It's by DroneDJ.com. It's uh, March. Dude, this came on March twenty second. I've been wanting to pay for this, watch this for talk about this forever but other shit came up drone paid for itself t- quote 10 to 20 times over on an indiana farm 
been wanting to talk about this for a while because you know me, I'm kind of a drone nerd. I like yeah. I like drones. I think they're a good part of like making good cinematography and shit. But I think they have like actual agricultural and inspectional and commercial use. Military use primarily now. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, American military. American military. Yeah, not Afghani military. <laughs> uh, let's see. Drone for okay. Ultimately, let's see Rhonda Brooks right for AG Web. Ultimately, oh, this is like an is this like an editorial piece? Uh, ultimately, Farmer Mason Landrip says his insurance paid nearly twice the amount he initially inspected for the corn wind damage. Corn wind damage. Hmm. And that wasn't the first time to dr- for the drone, a quadcopter improved his bottom line. Quote, you know it's paid for itself 10 and 20 times over, and it's that, and it's done that for three or four different years, Landrip says. Okay, so what are we talking about here? There's more than one way to capture value from a drone. Okay. There's so many valuable things that you can do beyond crop scouting. Oh, that's what he's talking about. Cheeky monkey. Kids suck. Yeah, they do. Uh, Today's crop growers use drones to identify fields or parts of fields that are washed out and need replanting. Check irrigation systems for plug nozzles. Take pictures of tile installations to show where the lines are. And fly over grain bins and barns to identify damage when storms occur. Likewise, livestock producers find drones useful to locate sick animals or mama cows that are calving, monitor out buildings and facilities, and even if find sections of fence that need repair. All right. So basically, it's instead of using a crop duster plane, like one of those old Cessnas that you see in the movies for like all like Rush and everything like that. Where yeah, dude. The action movies, it's like they're taking those and this replacing them with their drones because it's cheaper, more effective. And-, and it's in a rural area, so you really don't have to worry about like commercial airports or anything like that your yeah, exactly. your skies are super clear yeah and it's probably more maneuverable around the tree lines and everything like that as well yeah and if you do happen to crash one more than likely you are able to go and rescue the damn thing i mean they'll probably probably the only way you damage it is by it getting attacked by a hawk or something which also does happen mine was chased by a seagull more than a few times uh <laughs> if you had a one-time insect infestation that the drone helped you identify and treat that would probably more than cover your 750 dollars investment it's a nice little drone for 750 bucks. I get a lot of information from the NDVI pictures that helps me find and treat diseases and pests. And I can overlay those images with my yields map to improve my return of investment. Shit. This was a real inve- uh, a real incentive to go through the effort and buy a drone and get my license. Oh, he's got his license too? Hmm. So that costs him about 150 bucks, and he's got to take the FAA 107 test. Um, so he can actually fly that thing commercially. What's the FAA 107 test? Right? FAA 107 allows you to fly remote items remote vehicles so it's called a remote pilot's license gotcha so basically you go and you fly your drone and you go and get paid for doing it instead of like what i was doing which was i was um you know uh contracting out to somebody who had their license yeah pay them, basically doing and then i just edit the video it. yeah you know so i say but yeah the fa 107 costs you 150 bucks you gotta take the test you gotta pass it with a 70 uh, it's about two hours to take it. It's multiple choice. It's, for you, it would be easy. For me, it would be difficult. Uh, what do you mean it would be easy for me? Because understanding the charts and the codes that they use, because a lot of the stuff is F, is like if you were to fly like a small Cessna, a lot of yeah. the same charts and coding and wording that you'd use to identify your presence in an area, same exact thing. Oh, that, so it's just basically breaking down like the airflow charts and the radar charts. and Yeah, going through with exa- that. exactly. Um, so well, that, that mo- would be easy for you without a problem. If I if I took the time to study it more, which I did initially, but I still got to tighten up on it. Yeah, you'd 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 have no problem with it. I would have more problem with it because I don't I don't have any interest in flight or 
altitude, longitudes, and everything. Yeah, but you're good with math, right? Yeah, math is easy, though. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, yeah, if people study it, they can absolutely pass it. There's a ton of resources out there. There's apps that help you pass it. There's classes out there that have guaranteed. And if you drop like anywhere between 50 and 250 bucks, more than likely you're going to go and p- take the FAA 107. Yeah, you're going to pass problem. it, and you're going to have a full-blown license for two years. Now, as far as drone shit, I haven't talked about drone shit in a while on this podcast, but what would be the minimum for you to actually fly commercially and make money? I think the bare minimum for you to fly, uh, as far as drone-wise, would be a DJI Spark. Because you'd have to have at least 1080 resolution. Um, you, a Spark, you'd have less room for mistakes because you can only film at 30 frames per second. For you film dorks out there, most v, most TVs are 30 frames per second. And most movies you watch on the big screen are 24 frames per second. One, exa- one exception is the Hobbit movies. Those are 60 frames per second, mm. so what you're watching. Human eye is only 24 frames. Then again, you could always alter the amount of frames you're seeing with the changing the settings on the TVs and everything like that for yes. gaming. Because then they, they well, ramp well, gaming up to like is 60s. A, gaming is a freak of its own. But well, yeah, yeah. That, that is, that's generally true. <laughs> but if you are... I like to film in 60 frames per second because it allows me to slow it down. So if I want a little more slow motion, I have the option. Mm. If you shoot something in 24 frames per second and then you slow it down to 50%, you're only getting 12 frames, and it's going to show super choppy. At 60 frames, though, you can post-produce to 24, which makes the actual movement look more like you're watching something on TV. So yeah. it, it looks much better. Um, so a Spark will do that, but my recommendation is anything like a DJI Phantom 3 Pro 4K, or like a, an, or if you want to spend a little extra money, get a Phantom 4. Or get a Mavic, and if you got real cash and you're going to be a real pro, you're more than likely going to be uh, buying something like an Inspire. But for the most part, you can get away with actually becoming a commercial flyer with like a Phantom Three or a Phantom Four or a Mavic. So if you got about between th- three and five hundred bucks in your pocket, you can start a business for sure. Just depending upon if you have ins- if it, you require drone insurance or whatever bullshit, because it's a new business. Yeah. But for the most part, it seems like these guys who are taking care of their farms, first of all, they're in rural areas, so they don't have to worry about a lot of air traffic. So they don't have to worry about that problem too much. They can pretty much warm up, calibrate, and take off. Um, so, I mean, especially if you're – I mean. They probably don't even need to do, do anything else other than just put up a, a, a coating block around the area with a perimeter to, for it to, like, sort of sim- go around and just monitor it at all the times. Because, I mean, like, there is some of those drones they have for, like, the colleges and everything that have the new drones for the, that have the EMT kits on them that just fly out to the area where a person's injured via its own route without someone controlling it. Well, they have, you have, cor- you you do have a course setting where they're, in, yeah. in mine at least, where I can, I can plot a course on the fly and have the drone fly it. Mine doesn't have obstacle avoidance, but then again, I keep it at a high enough altitude normally where I'm not hitting shit. Mm. But yeah, I do, you can do course settings and you can, on the GPS map, because you can see the GP, the map as well as your live view. And you can just have it fly that, and you can control the camera the whole time. I normally don't use course control because it just never had a reason to. Uh, point of interest, I do. You set a point of interest where you want to shoot the entire time, then it just you just customize how far you want it to fly around that point of interest, and it just shoots it at a circular angle. Yeah. But on a lot of these programs, I don't know if it's the DJI app or whatever the drone is, but you can absolutely fly... Uh, pre-designed course settings depending upon the company or whatever and a lot of these drones can absolutely fly with uh weight underneath them mine can't uh any 
additional weight. I tried to fly this thing with like two pounds, uh, more actually more like three or four pounds, and this thing would. It was it. It took a lot for it to correct course. Yeah. I though if if you go back and watch an old episode, is episode fifty, week fifty of my vlog. I loaded my drone up with so many goddamn lights. It was so heavy. And I tested it out in a baseball field, but the thing is it was so damn heavy that I would only it could only get it to maybe about fifty feet in the air. Uh although but it would not it was pretty scary. The thing was like kinda moving, wobbling while it was in the air. But the theory was sound. So if I got it uh at least a few pounds lighter, it would have been no problem. But they make these drone um these FAA lights, these FAA strobes, they're like 25 bucks a pop. They weigh as much as a quarter, and you can attach them via USB to any part of the drone that's not, you know, in the way of the camera or in the way of the props. And these things are, like, visible up to three miles at night. And you can strap, like, four of those bitches to my Phantom 3, and that thing would just light up like a goddamn Christmas tree at night. Or you could probably just get some of those, like, dog laser pointers and just put them down on the ground and just watch and we'll see what happens. I probably could. That'd be interesting. I, it's, I've always wanted to. I, I've obviously I moved on to other projects. Literally weaponize the drone with with laser pointers. That's the scary thing is you can weapon. That's the scary part is you can weaponize drones. Well, I mean, there's the YouTube channel that already does that. They take they literally have already found a way to put guns on them and just fire it with that way. Well, I mean, just it's not like advanced like actual drones. It's like a regular drone. You get like the the mount the Maverick or something like that, and they the took Ma- it and found a found a wood mount that was light enough and put it on there. Yeah, like a piece of plywood or something like that. Yeah. What I want to do one one of the original products that I wanted to get after was, uh, strapping an old crappy iPhone to it, sending it up a few hundred feet, and then just dropping it out of the sky. Yeah, they have. I mean, they have supply drop kits that you can go out and buy out there. Um, I just let's see, a, uh, an iPhone, an older iPhone seven is like six about six ounces, and then just putting the supply kit on there, and then just figuring out how to videotape it as it falls because yeah. some of them you have to tilt the camera in order to release the latch others you use a remote through a radio signal but being it because when that thing comes down it's not coming down straight that thing is going to tilt the, the 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 phone as it drops through the air is going to tilt in one direction it's going to go in another it's not going to land exactly it's just going to barrel roll down because it's not like it's aerodynamic yeah so i'd have to figure out a a wide enough zone where i could point all the cameras in that direction because if i'm dropping this thing from like I don't know, 400 feet. I'm assuming if you drop an iPhone from 400 feet, it's going to hit terminal velocity, right? Well, it only takes like a few feet to hit terminal velocity. It takes like, what was it, like 10 feet or something like that? 10 feet? Yeah, t- for like, uh, there was a big thing with the, when they were doing the jump from like spate, the atmosphere with the, uh, what is it, the guy that did the giant jump from with the, the Red Bull guy? Room. Yeah, the Red Bull guy. Okay, so, all right. Well, I mean. I mean, he hit terminal velocity rather fast because he but he also then got it was even more difficult once he started going down there. Okay. Just had to keep himself steady. <laughs> <laughs> now the idea would be to yeah, drop that thing, make sure I have it in a wide enough zone so I have all the cameras pointing in that direction, and I would have to have at least one camera or two set up for slow motion, like ultra yeah. slow. So when that thing hits, I can at least get that point cuz that thing's going to hit so quick. Yeah, just get a high speed action camera or something like that. Well, the cell phone will record it's, it records like 720 at like 120 frames per second. It does a pretty damn mm. good job. Dort, and if I put another, maybe the GoPro on there, if I slow that prick down to like 720p, I can probably get, 720p is pretty good if you got good, if you have good pixel count. 
slow that thing down to like 120 frames per second, I should be able to get it close enough. I got to get it close enough so when it does land, I can see the thing just pop. Maybe what you could do is just get a get a regular like one of the bottle rockets or something like that. Put it on the bottom of like Pelican One. Go find that out of the ocean or something. <laughs> wait, what, the, wait, what, what, repeat that again. So we're gonna we're gonna go basically. Here's here's the plan. We'll go we'll go get Pelican One. Yeah. Find it out of wherever it is. Oh, the Merrimack in Concord. Yeah, we'll we'll go recover it. We'll okay. fix it back up. We'll strap strap a rocket to it. Put it up in the air and just fly this iPhone down in the front of this little bottle rocket. And just dis- try to disintegrate it into the ground right in front of a camera. Here's the thing, though. I'm not sure Pelican 1 is even in the spot that it once was. Because I don't know if it, it got stuck in the mud there and is forever buried in that part of the Merrimack. Or if it eventually just floated on the river. Because the battery, remember, the battery was in there at the yeah. time of the incident. So if that's the case, is it still there? Did it sink to the bottom? Or did it continue to roll? Yeah. Well, how much did it weigh? Drones weigh a couple pounds. That's well, it might it. sink to the bottom. Huh? It could have sunk to the bottom, got stuck in a rock, most likely. Probably. Because I mean, the Merrimack, Merrimack's not not going to be it a wasn't, smooth river. It wasn't a raging section either. Well, it's not going to be raging. It's just going to be rocky underneath there, and it's just going to yeah. it's probably get lodged there. Um, but I bet you we put like a radar. On just it go down it with like one of the fish radars to see where we find yeah. it. Yeah. Just like you just see like a little X. <laughs> Yeah, you just see an X there. I know exactly where it dropped to. I can remember it in my head. The power line. The power line. Well, you don't crossed... even need that. You could just get one of the auto underwater cameras, like uh, the what they use for finding fish and everything like that. Just yeah, put it at the bottom go, of the boat and go just find go down. Fucking, go find Nemo. Yeah, go, go find Pelican 1. It's aquatic mode. I, that'd, be an, that'd be an interesting episode. I'd have to figure out how to get out there, though. If I took like a, like a fishing boat and tied it to one of the trees. Just use a kayak. I don't want to go all the way down the river, though. Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah, of course I will. If I tie off, I should be good, and I can drop anchor. Well, you just need someone else there. Yeah, that'd probably be helpful. How would I do that? Well, you'd probably just... Okay, so uh, think about it like this. There is a specific... Theoretically, there is... Let's just say, for shits and giggles, there is a drone still there. Underneath that power... Where the power... It hit the power line and went and fell right into the middle of the river, and it sank quickly. And let's say the drone is still there. There is a bunch of large trees next to this parking lot and you could tie you could literally on a, in a moving river but in a slower wider part of a move of a slower slower part of the moving river theoretically you could tie a rope off to that area depending upon how yeah. deep it is and then send a boat out but of course it's a moving river the boat is literally just going to go like this and just go down that way until it t- tightens up with well the that's rope. what i'm saying a kayak because you can control that without a problem with the oars and then once you get to that spot where it is, you can just throw a hook down and grab it. Doesn't seem that simple though. I would have to put it. I'd have to anchor off. Well, you could always get one of those like uh, what do they have for like the the fishing the fishing hooks that they use for like wicked tuna or whatever, and just drop it down into the water because they drop down pretty quick and just yank it right up. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's think about it. it, it you have the 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 heart. The how would you grab it? You could you can't grab it by the prop because the props move. Now, if it were to hook on, the best way for it to hook on would yeah. be through the landing gear. Because the landing gear is completely closed off on both sides. It's no wider than a dime. So any mackerel hook will latch onto it and grab it. Yeah. So that's perfect. So we would absolutely be able to, literally with a, any treble hook even, so a bass hook, 
Mm. A bass hook will do the trick. And or if, if worse comes to worse, you could always get just one of those fly fishing rods and just throw it in there to see if you can, you can spend the day trying to do this the whole day. Fly it's fishing. like it's a, your new tiny, kind of pachinko. Fly fishing for Pelican 1. Yeah, fly fishing for Pelican 1. That, that'll be the new podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great episode. See, the thing is, is we would – I don't think we'd be on private pro- – well, the rope would be attached to private property, which is a commercial building. Yeah. But they're usually closed for the most part on the weekends. So if a cop pulled up, be like, "What are you guys doing?" Be like, "We're we we're fishing, we're fishing for a drone. We're fishing for a drone, straight up. We're fishing for a drone." Yeah. Um, I don't he, see why that would. He'd be. probably get out and help. He probably would be like, well, "Who's flying a drone?" And be like, "Listen, this is a mistake that happened two years ago. I don't even know if there's jurisdiction on it. First of all, the city of Concord is is right next to a small municipal airport, and of course, on the other side of the river, you have uh the the the, the Capitol building." Which I've taken pictures of. I don't even th- think like anybody's going to be like knowledgeable about dr- drone laws for the police officers because uh, it's like it's not a like a high like it's not a high meter. priority. But a lot of cops do like to assert themselves as being knowledgeable. But I just yeah. be like, listen, this happened a couple of years ago. We're coming back to investigate the issue to see if we can pull my mistake out of the water from several years ago. That's yeah. it. You know, I mean, like you got a problem, you can call Chris. I'm sure he's signing some bill about, you know, about half a mile down the road. Um, plus, you know, no big deal. Plus, I got that Hero Pup sticker. I can get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, just get just walk out there with the blue the blue American flag and just be like, oh, yeah, we're just having a good time. Yeah. Streaming. I'll be, like, be like, listen, we are straight up going to – we're going to go find my a mistake from two years ago. And It's the best kind of archaeology. Yeah, and this is before uh, – um, before Section three three six of the hobbyist clause from the uh, from the FAA flying hobbyist thingy yeah. was removed, this was before then. So that drone is in you know it's in territory where it's like okay I could still fly there back in the day. Yeah, I just want to go and grab it because if I did I I'd, I'd freaking put that thing on the wall. And it could it fly? I doubt it because most uh, drone the G, the DJI Phantom three standard had ventilation on the top around where ne- both propellers were. Because yeah. the motors were spinning hardcore. So all the water would sink right in there. So all the water would get right into the, the processing unit, which is right in the middle of the drone. And then, of course, it would get into the actual camera. And by the time all the water was in there, all the moss and the dirt and shit would be right in there. So that drone would essentially be useless. And I'm not sure I'd be fuck- I want to be fucking with the battery either. Yeah, the battery you just toss right out. and The cells, yeah. are, cells are corrupted completely. Yeah. However, would I want that drone as a model piece in my house? Yes, I absolutely would. Pel- getting Pelican One back would be fucking phenomenal. Well, that, maybe that's the new the new project. It's like trying to instead of finding Bigfoot, it's finding it's finding Pelican One. Finding Pelican One. Yeah, just just be like three seasons of trying to find it. You finally find it the last season. I, Turns out it's not Pelican One. It's some somebody else's drone. Yeah, uh, that lost it three days ago and now belongs to me. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, is Pelican One has a registration sticker on it yeah so i would know and i know i i remember exactly you know it's not a hard drone to identify but it has the registration sticker on it. i'm pretty sure it said pelican one it still has pelican one on it It has the positive sarcasm sticker on it um i don't know, I that, don't know that'd be does. interesting to find out it might i'd have to look back on old vlogs and i still wouldn't even remember but we literally could go back there and see if we could tie off Throw an anchor down and then shoot, then send a camera down there. Yeah. What we could do is we just take one of the GoPros, put the waterproof housing on it, and just hit record, and then just send it down. I don't know how murky that Merrimack water is. Well, it's probably gonna be fine because it's a moving river. It's just we wouldn't want to stir up anything. 
Right. When we dropped an anchor or anything like that. So we'd, we'd go out there with the – we'd go out there in the middle of the Merrimack River, throw down an anchor, and then just send down – we'd have to use like a really long pole or stick or something like that. Oh, no. We, we wouldn't have to use a pole. We could just use – or something to that effect. We'd have to figure it out. Yeah. How would we plan – how would we plan this? Theoretically, if we were to do this in like – Fucking July we could do it like in a windshield pulley system, as in like wrap it around one tree on the side, go to the other side, wrap it around that tree, and then boat right in the middle and just lower it down. Like oh, pulley. that's right. So if we were to, because the power lines would be the perfect circumference or the perfect angle of angle of attack, because we'd start there. Well, there's probably always like a tree down or something like that. There'd probably be a tree down we right over just the tie water. Off to the, so basically, yeah. tie off on one side, uh, kayak or canoe to the other side. I'm actually I always flip canoes. Uh, kayak to the other side. Well, then again, canoes aren't sturdy. No, they're not. But boat to the other side, tie off there, and then we make sure it's nice and tight. And then basically, yeah, that should do the. If we tie off there, we'd have enough have enough uh, uh, slack. So when the river did push us against the push a, push back on the canoe, or the kayak, we it would put us literally where we should be, right in the middle. You can right, and we can just hold search. off until the water pushes us back to the point where okay, this is where it theoretically could be. Mm-hmm. And then let's tie off right here. We'll tie off right there with the second. So we start here. The current pushes us back a little bit along the river, right to where we are underneath the power lines. Stop the rope. Tie off right at that part. And then and then we wouldn't need an anchor. We would just be tied off perfectly underneath the power lines. And then drop the drop the camera into the water. See if we can find something there. Yeah. The question is, did it move along? I don't think it moved along. I remember. I can go back and look at the video and see how fast the water was moving, and it was not moving fast at all. Granted, it's a lot of water, and the deeper you go, the denser it gets. But I remember watching it very quickly sink and just kind of go like that, just straight down. So I don't know how far it would go. Mm. I mean, if it did get tied off to the water, depending upon the rain season, if it got dislodged from heavy floods, otherwise it would be right there. Or it just could move down to a farther like deposit area where if you find like as rivers usually go, they hit a bend somewhere and then it just deposits everything that's ever been in the water right up against that bend. So we'd have to identify those bend points. Yeah, if, and you already have your own drone, so you could throw that right up there and just look for farther down where there's a bend. Have we could go down there first, oh, search, shit, we and could, then we, we could do Google that. Map it. Yeah, we could Google Map the whole damn well, thing. Google Map wouldn't be that helpful because they usually don't see that far down because you know there's the tree lines and everything like that. That can pretty much cover over the whole river. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. The, you mean from a satellite perspective? Yeah, satellite perspective. Yeah, and I don't think the 3D mapping would work. So we'd have to kind of look. But, yeah, it would eventually come to a point or a dam or a rock, a really rocky part. Yeah. And we just sent, Or and just we, a shallow part because that's usually how they get. They get this, like, a really shallow part for part of the river after getting to a wicked deep area. Yeah. And I, believe me, that, that, that episode did not get a lot of views. Yeah. So... I'm pretty sure nobody's looking for it. I don't think anyone would be looking for it in general because it's, it's off a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna be going. Hey, let's go. F- let's go steal Pelican One out of the, yeah. the Mer- If this was Merrimack. fucking, if this was Casey Neistat's podcast, I guarantee you people would be looking for this drone right now. Oh, it'd be fa- it'd be found in like maybe three Actually, hours. There was an episode of uh, he lost his drone. It just went away, and he yeah, it it, it, it did a flyaway. A bunch of guys went looking for it, like underneath the the uh, some bridge in Manhattan. He got in a lot of shit with the FAA for yeah. losing drones and flying them in New York City. And a couple guys climbed up to into the bridge, found the drone, brought it back to him, 
Yeah. Freaking crazy. Well, I mean, there was it's just like what happens with like the uh, He Will Not Divide Us, that whole thing with the Shia LaBeouf and the yeah. flag. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. For, it was a 4chan troll, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a 4chan, 4chan. raid. Every, every time he tried to put it up, they'd just show up and they'd troll it beyond belief. Or I just steal the flag right out right, and it took that like was it was like the longest it took was clever. four hours for them to find it. Super clever too. I mean, there was the one time where they put it up in a room, and they it took them what was it three hours and fifty four seconds. From what I heard from the Joe Rogan experience, they literally used like uh, they triangulated the the sunrise the, location using the stars and shit. No, they didn't even use the stars. It was all based off of the uh, time zones. They just look for the time zones, then look for similar. Um, flight patterns and such like that, which took no time for some of these people on 4chan. Just, <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, they went through and it was the guy with the Antifa where they he attacked somebody and they 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 literally used facial, facial ref, uh, recognition software to find the guy, to find who he was. And within like, what was it, two hours, he his name was out, his face was out, his and everybody was calling him. Which um which Antifa attack was that though? That was one of the ones where it was like there was this guy Sean who was trying to calm everyone down in the middle, and this guy came up with a uh, bicycle lock and straight up just sucker punched him across the face. That's such a fucking douche move. And with it, after that happened, the 4chan was just like find him, and within what was it? It's on Internet Historian where it's like within a few hours he was found, name, everything, family members. Would you consider that doxing? It was straight up doxing. It's like it's pretty much where if well, you're he, well, found actually, like guilty in the eyes of the internet, your your life is over. Well, he was. Well, you, well, here's the okay. Here's the here's the difference. He is wanted for a crime. Yeah. Okay, he did something criminal. Yeah, he he assaulted someone with with an object. Yeah. This isn't like the Covington Catholic School incident. Okay, yeah. where the kids didn't commit any criminal offenses. They were just guilty in the eye, and, it, and then everybody like Kathy Griffin went after them, and then they released, and then the old, the unedited version of everything was dropped, and it turned out the kids didn't do anything wrong whatsoever. Mm. It was all bullshit, and then the, the Indian, the Native American dude was bullshit, was full of shit too. The uh, the is the black Israelites were assholes. It was all bullshit, and then they dock, they tried to dox the fucking kids, yeah, and now they're suing the Washington Post for like a fucking gajillion dollars. Where in this case, this guy Sean committed a. No, the, some guy hit this guy, guy that was Sean. Some guy and committed yeah. a misdemeanor battery. Committing yeah. misdemeanor battery, and then 4chan went after him. Yeah, pretty much it's like the 4chan is like the army of the internet. It's like anonymous came from them or whatever and all that. So I was going to ask you, so they are they, they were formally anonymous. I don't know this, a lot about 4chan. So 4chan is basically just, it's like you have memes, everything's there. It's like it's like the 9gag but an advanced version where everybody actually takes the time to make what they want. It's like where every like big trend comes from now. Really, it's like where everyone used to worship Filthy Frank. That's like basically their their stomping ground kind of thing. See, this is this is why I like having you on the podcast because there's so much technical shit. I don't dive too far into that stuff. I try to. I have obviously other angles of attack that I'm working on. Yeah, and I'm always buried in, in just editing and being creative. You know more about like I've always heard about 4chan. I understand that they do some really intelligent shit. It's it's basically like if you are like the smartest people there is, like that's on the internet. Yeah. But you just want to shit post. That's where they go, and it's just a community that's solely just devoted to one like very entity in, very of at the time. Well, I remember that it's he, not like they're very intelligent. It varies. There's like there's bricks that go there just to steal the memes. They're savants. Something like that. They're savants. They're like amazing at like one thing. Somehow. Not even like they're amazing at one thing. They're just such a variety. It's like <laughs> it's it's like a melting pot of everything. Okay. Well, they're community. 
That's just how straight up, does it's work. like it's a it's like one of the strongest communities there can you can think of on the internet at the time. Are they banned? They they're not banned. They they, they people tried to mess with them, but it ended up not going well. Like uh, there was the thing with Instagram stealing stealing memes and everything like that, and they just straight up went to the went to a degree where they took the water prints and they made it out of the images out of water prints so then they couldn't steal it who was stealing memes so I, this isn't like the, the it's like this isn't like the fuck jerry thing or the fat jew thing is it no it's it's like the pool clothes meme everything it just all starts with 4chan 4chan starts something hilarious on their site and then they just someone comes in tries to take it and then they, they just decide go after them so like uh, instagram like they went on there to take down like post the so they're, people like, a, they're like a swarm of bees basically they, they literally are just a swarm of bees like you mess with one of them and then they all come really <laughs> yeah it's like That's a wave amazing because i mean they used to do like big raids on twitch where it's like the fort they actually had a 4chan symbol on twitch a while back on for some people and they'd go through and they'd get the server so so like congested that it just fall off so would they they just like to start trouble or they, are they, or they, they are they, they or, they're there to finish trouble like if anyone starts trouble they finish it immediately I'm trying to think of whether or not they're like a positive influence or they're actually like a helpful community they're helpful and negative at the same time it's kind of like a, a double-edged sword and that's what 4chan so really is you have to if it, say if 4chan came after me I should just kind of like I feel like I should be treating I should treat it like I'm just getting like I'm the the person who's getting roasted like you, i'm being roasted no you, you just bend to their will because they they're just like something you can't fight against it's like trying to fight against a riptide you're going no matter what so if they were so basically if, i mean because i'm i can take a joke i, I can if, if they want to just decide to like make a meme out of me just yeah just take it exactly because you should not be bigger than yourself but then also hide away from them because otherwise you're just you can't give up just well, no, why shut would off I hide the internet. If they're making fun of me, and the, and the jokes are funny. Then why not laugh and be? Friendly? No, because they can straight up ruin your life. I mean, there's the Leroy Jenkins thing where uh, the guy that was Leroy, he tried to pretty much do do anything like with Leroy. He he was just an enemy, internet famous. <laughs> That's all he was. He was an internet meme, and you can't really get anything out of that. It's just you're there. That's all it is. Everybody knows about you, and that's it. <laughs> I guess it's a way to get famous, though. I mean, honestly, he should thank. Leroy Jenkins should probably be thanking them for making him actually interesting. Well, yeah, but he's like he's now like a, a household name kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it's like he doesn't have anything. Didn't get anything out of it. He's kind of just like everybody knows him. That's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah, I I don't really see. I mean, they're not really a mob then. They're more of like the balance. They're, yeah, they're pretty much like a balancing act for like. I don't see a problem. If people want to make fun of me, that's fine. I this is it, it should be a collaborative effort. If guy if. If I do something that deserves to be kind of made fun of or whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, my life has been public since the age of 30. I've, I've said everything I've had to say about my life for the past five years. So if people want to dive into it, they got more than well to. And if 4chan wants to crack or, or make fun of me, it's, I think that's fine. I think every, every comedian, every actor deserves to get roasted and trashed on in, in a little bit. You should be able to take a fucking joke. And I think if 4chan wants to, first of all, he who he will not divide us. I remember that very well. Yeah. Posting that thing, and, and originally it wasn't. Four Chan had nothing to do with it. But when he put that flag up somewhere in like Seattle or whatever, yeah. What, what they first of all, what they did was brilliant. It took it took a. It's very intelligent how they thought of this shit and were able to track something down a random flag somewhere in the world, and Four Chan found it. Yeah. Without, without a problem like they started with they started with like laser beams to find it because they they had a certain angle where you couldn't like use 
wave or anything like that to find where the find where the location was they just used there was start like there was operations they made up where there was like people trying to burn it with a strong enough laser <laughs> uh then there's people just trying there's people that like climb the side of the building itself to go up there to get it and then put up a megma hat and shirt <laughs> so they're they're definitely not a anonymous I, they're definitely the, not an anonymous thing they're not, they, ano- they, they're, not they're, anonymous. they're anonymous but they're also there at the same time it's like you know where they came from but it's you got to search and there's no 4chan.com is there no there is there is a 4chan.com yeah i think i could pull it up okay if i i, I this, it's just another group first of all i i am too small enough to be trashed on 4chan uh, so if you are going to come at me, just let me know ahead of time so I can at least be there for the party and not know that there's a party at my house and I'm not invited. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of like Reddit. They have, like, threads and everything like that. Yeah. Shout out to 4chan. Yeah, uh, shout, shout out to 4chan. Please don't attack us. 4chan is a simple image-based bulletin board where anyone can post comments and share images. So this is probably like Facebook. Uh, only, yeah, not as PC. It, it's, are, the, it's the MySpace of, like, everything. There are boards dedicated to – I'm – Yeah. There are boards dedicated to a variety of topics, from Japanese animation and culture to video games, music, and photography. Users do not need to register. Ugh. Anonymous. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Users do not need to register in an account before participating in the community. Feel free to click on a board below that interests you and jump right in. So this is like a chat room. Yeah, pretty be much. Sure, be sure to familiar, familiarize yourself with the rules before posting. Okay, what is one thing that will get you banned? Threatening to kill somebody? Eh, probably. Okay. They literally have everything here. Japanese culture, comics and cartoons, uh, paper craft and origami, business and finance, handsome men. <laughs> so they, they have they have go from like actual arts and crafts, DIYs, like Facebook, friends and family, then straight to like um, sex for sale and like prostitution. Really? They have a, so they have like a, a they have that section? Huh? Yeah, that's what that is. It's straight up. It's so, probably just straight up just pictures of naked men. Shit for Chan says. Shit for Chan says. Cams and meetups, randoms, robot nine zero zero one. That one sounds awkward. LGBT, <laughs> Yuri, hentai alternative, adult gifts. So this is just like a giant library. It's just the. It's like a cultivation taking, of everything. People are taking constantly taking out books, writing in, writing something on page forty four, and then putting it back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what I used to do. I when I was in when I was in high school, I would go to like Wikipedia pages, and whatever I was doing going on and like going to edit or like take information from, I'd go there. I'd make an edit somewhere at the bottom of the of the page, something completely opposite of what's about what the like the entire thing's about or the article's yeah. about. And it get it edited and I go there back at like a later date and it still wasn't fixed. So this could be like this is like Wikipedia, MySpace, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, Reddit, everything's uh, there, and much. Craigslist. Yeah, all in one, all in one. It's like the all in one inclusive. Like it's it's the shit post central. That's what I'd call it. Can, does 4chan like sell sh- like t-shirts and stuff? I don't know. You probably find them on like. <laughs> anything i don't know where you'd find i want to get a 4chan shirt i'd want to get like a nice deep v get a 4chan flag right in, right behind you yeah i support 4chan yeah i, I want to yeah i should get like a poster that says i support 4chan and i want to get like a deep you know i want to add to my deep v-neck collection of t-shirts <laughs> and get like a fucking 4chan get like a 4chan t-shirt you guys i i it looks like you have looks like you do good stuff um if you want to make fun of people you know what that's what the internet is for i think you know any you know like when when a uh 
like when a celebrity gets way too big and all of a sudden somebody's making fun of them, they should be able to take the hits. So Amy Schumer, basically? Yes. <laughs> well, believe me, other comedians make fun of her. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe definitely trashed on her a little bit. Um, I so, mean, what do you got to do to trash on her? Does that say, hey. It's uh, not hard. It's not hard. <laughs> you breathe. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, this is. Okay, cool. So shout out to shout out to 4chan uh, for being badasses. I mean. I don't know who hosts their website, but who get other oh, an org? They got a dot org. Good for them. They're a dot org. Adult feedback, legal contact, two thousand three. Four chan community support LLC. All rights reserved. Fucking baller. Good for wait. Total posts. Oh my god. Three billion one hundred and six million two hundred and seventy five thousand five hundred and seventy three total posts. Active content. 1,124 gigabytes to current users, over 200,000. That's legit. I don't care what anybody says. That's a fucking legit website. It's definitely more than MySpace. Um, I mean, is MySpace still even alive now? Yes, MySpace does exist, but... But how can you get on the server? I think it doesn't have like a lag problem because the fact that it's like everything is its own entity. I'm, I don't know, but I'm about to do something I haven't done since 2007. I'm going to type in myspace.com. Here, take your phone. We're going to close up in a minute. All right, I'm going to myspace.com. I want to see what actually happens. Oh, my God, myspace.com. Uh, there's They got news articles. Courtney Love says whole are definitely talking about a reunion. I don't care. So they got news articles, music, videos, and people. Uh, I have no idea what it's about, though. But they do exist. So... Shout out to MySpace for still existing, and shout out to MySpace Tom for freaking just being MySpace Tom. Staying alive? Yeah. No, well, Surviving? He's, got, he's figuring out how to spend a billion dollars. Um, so we are coming up on one hour and one minute, so we are pretty much going to close up. I know we want to go eat, so we might as well go do that afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the rest of that coffee and make iced coffee out of it. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, for tomorrow. So we'll go eat? Yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, if you guys want to follow me on social media, on all social media, Twitch, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Minds.com. Manograms. Manograms. Find me on the Manograms. If you guys want to reach out to me, you can go to PositiveSarcasmOutlook.com or you can just you know contact me on my on – my, go to PositiveSarcasm.com. I've been working on that page. We're coming up on the five-year anniversary of PositiveSarcasm.com. Started in January – I started that site in January of 20 – 14. So this is the mm. five-year anniversary. The first post, my first actual post was for Our City Radio in August of 2013. So I think I'll be celebrating the five-year anniversary of PositiveSarcasm.com in August. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do for it. That's fucking crazy, dude. Five years. Well, now you got you to gotta do a stream where you actually make your MySpace profile up to date. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna redo my. I'm gonna redo my MySpace profile. Make so, it so it's legitimate. Like now, start plugging it to everything. Yeah, no shit, right? So, uh, yeah, thank you for today. Thank you for today's guest. I sorry, I'm a little yeah, my fucking big fat tongue tied. Yeah, I think I'm having a stroke. So, thank you to today's guest, Timothy Harper. You can find him on social media if he's not hiding. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at POS Sarcasm, Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm, Instagram at underscore, at Positive underscore Sarcasm, and Minds.com. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thank you to everybody who's been subscribing to my freaking podcast. I don't know who the fuck you guys are, but all 300 of you, thank you. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Podcast app. It's all your mother. She's going on there. She learned how to make bots. 
Yeah, no shit, right? She's my mom's a Russian bot. <laughs> She's, gonna get She's secretly the sleeper agent. She's a Jewish Russian bot. But thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing. This thing will be available, of course, within a matter of a day, which I normally don't say that, so I'm just not going to say it again. But thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing. Thanks for Timmy to stop it by. We're going to grab some food. I will talk to you guys all next week. Make sure to find me on YouTube at Positive Sarcasm, and uh, we'll chat soon. Thank you guys. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.